Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today and for your blessings upon each and every one of us, Lord, and the favor that you give us with yourself and with men, God. We thank you for the light that you shine in each and every one of our lives, Lord, and the things that you reveal to us that we can be more conformed to your image, Lord. We thank you for this time today in your word, God, and we celebrate and rejoice before you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue all the study of the word and discussion in the book of Acts. We are in chapter 13, but this morning we are moving forward and we'll be covering verses 42 through 52. So can I get someone to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming. They opposed the things spoken by Paul. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you rejected it and judged yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Now when the Gentiles heard these, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. But the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city, raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from the region. But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and came to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Amen. Amen. There's a lot there. So, we're going to open up the floor, as is our custom, and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. So, who'd like to begin? I will. All right, Layla. Um, what I would like to comment on was, especially in verse 42, when the people were begging to hear the word of the Lord. And mm. it reminded me of what was said by the angels when Jesus was being born in Bethlehem. They said, um, let me read it. It's actually in Luke 2, verse 10. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. And what that, that tiding was, was the fact that the Savior, Jesus, the Messiah, was being born and that now the world and those who would believe on his name will be redeemed from the curse of the law, which produces death after it's been fulfilled and taken its course. And lots of times we like to believe that was just 
said because Jesus was being born or we just say that because it's in a Christmas song that we like to sing when actually the gospel being preached is that glad tiding the joy of salvation encourages people to to move and press on and they desire more of it and so when Paul and Barnabas were speaking these words to the Jews in the synagogues they wanted to hear more of it they wanted to be um built up and you know spiritually matured in the things of the lord so that they could partake in the good things god was doing for them and mm-hmm. uh, wonderful and what was or what were they doing what have we been talking about what was who is they paul what were they doing in bringing the message teaching israel their history okay so they clearly recognized hey we didn't understand our history like we thought we knew our history so they wanted to hear it and even more so wanted others because they'd already heard it right they wanted others to also hear this message right which is similar if you will to what you brought up with the shepherds or the angels proclaim the glad tidings and good news right yes it, they were shepherds they went and searched it out so clearly, we have a similar thing going on here. They were searching it out, but also it was searching it out so that others could come and partake and be a part of, be ministered to. So that's a wonderful revelation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Or do you have more? That's it for for right now. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, yes. All one right, thing sir. that I, um, one thing that I found interesting was in verse forty forty five, but when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming. Okay. And how the Lord just reminded me of just the way that throughout the book of Acts, all the things they mainly accused the apostles of were actually blaspheming. They were saying, "You blasphemers." And they were ready to throw them in prison and to kill them for that. But then here they are. They're taking the scriptures out of context and trying to use them for their own purposes and are, in fact, actually blaspheming. And how I just found it interesting that the Lord didn't say, now you blaspheme, now I'm going to get you for it. But that he gave them grace and mercy and how they were allowed to continue, not in what they're doing that was wrong, but he didn't strike them, I'd say. And also another thing that I found interesting was that Paul at this point, um, it says Paul and Barnabas became bold in what they were saying. And I found it interesting that it was after they had already taught the word and that Jews want, and the Gentiles wanted to hear them tell them again that this happened. And then Paul spoke and said, this is what we're going to do. Hmm. And also... If you even look at that, I found it interesting because the Jews didn't like the fact that they, um, Paul and Barnabas had drawn a, lar- a larger crowd. Well, that provoked the first thing, right? Yes, the blaspheming? No. No, no, no. They were filled with? Envy. Okay. And then as a result of that, then we see contradicting and blaspheming. Right? Yes. yes. Envy. So jealousy. I don't see either one of those listed in, under the fruits of the Spirit. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, and and you did bring up some some great points, but did we not also see the same thing happen with our Lord and Savior Jesus? Yes. <coughs> okay. So, we see here what sin nature looks like. Right. We should be able to recognize it in the future. These were people that taught the word of the Lord, right? Okay. Yes. But yet, they were jealous. They were envious when the Lord and the Holy Spirit gave Paul here the revelation and he was ministering those things. Where the Lord was using him, Paul, to get the glory. Not these others that had taught the word. Right? Yes. Yes. So... Then what was the response? Attempting to contradict, right? Yes. To stir up strife and doubt in the hearts and minds of the people that were being ministered to. And then, yes, they took it a step further with blaspheming. But we still see even in that the grace of the Lord, as you brought up. He didn't strike them down. Or, man, by strike them down, I mean remove his hand and his covering over them so they receive recompense for their deeds, their actions. Yes. He gave them grace, time and opportunity to repent and mercy, not giving them the full recompense of what they did deserve. And we all do right for what we have done against them. So we, we have to understand those things as well, right? Yes. Yes. But then, so recognize that, but then, as you brought up, what was their response? Who's they? Paul and Barnabas. They shook the dust off their feet eventually. Yep. But first, they responded with boldness. Yes. They didn't lose heart, right? They didn't become discouraged that there was opposition to the word being preached and taught through them, they were bold and moved forward. Just like we see previously in in the book of Acts, before and after Stephen, right? Yes. As there's trials and even persecution, right? Yes. You see that same thing. They even went so far as to say, hey, we need boldness. Ask or pray for boldness, right? Mm-hmm. And then we saw that boldness come in and how the Lord moved. And you see a similar thing here. We shouldn't be surprised, right? Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. He's going to reach everyone that desires him, that will call on his name. Mm-hmm. But he presents yes. the opportunity to all. Every human will have the chance. Exactly. And the Lord is the one who draws the, the boundaries of what that looks like. Amen. Mm-hmm. Anyone else or anything else? Um, and yes, and that as you were saying, there are speaking contradictions. And blasphemy, the Lord was showing me that it wasn't just contradicting what Paul and Barnabas were saying, but it was contradicting themselves. Mm-hmm. And how even in their 
I say organized attempt to try to stop the Lord. They were disorganized and in confusion. Well, how can there be true organization and I'll say anything but confusion? Or we were just talking about this in previous episodes, right? There's no counsel against the Lord. Yes. The Lord knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart, right? He's the one that provides clarity. Aside from that, even our attempts at righteousness, right, are nothing but filthy rags. And in so doing, there's nothing but hypocrisy, right? Yes. Because there can be no standard aside from the Lord. Right? If you look back at any your life, right, my life, any life, when it was outside of Christ, what happens? We always change the rules and change the boundaries to suit us or to benefit us and mm-hmm. our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's human nature or the sin nature, a nature apart or in opposition at war with Christ. Only in Christ is there one standard for all. Is it consistent throughout? Mm-hmm. And only in Christ can we, I'll say, adhere to, fulfill, meet that standard. Yes. It is impossible to fulfill the law, if you will, right, without him. Hence, we needed a savior. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and still, still do. <laughs> right? we, we need a savior. We need a redeemer. Needed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus was sent. Amen. Amen. What else, the Charles? That oh. was it for right now. Okay. Promise? Okay, so the Lord was talking to me about the first section of verse where um, it was saying, where it said that the Jews were contradicting each other, that they're envious. And the Lord reminded me of Galatians I believe it's Galatians 5, where it, lists, where it lists out the fruits of the Spirit and also lists out the works of the flesh and envy and jealousy and contention is among it as well. Mm-hmm. And then it further says, These shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. And so the Lord also reminded me that Paul also said, that said that it was necessary for, him to, for the word to be preached to them first, but they said that they weren't worthy because what they were doing. They judged themselves unworthy. Amen. By their actions, that's what their their declaration was. Amen. Go ahead. And then the Lord also reminded me of inside the Gospels where he talked about everybody will be known known by their fruit. Mm -hmm. And how Paul wasn't just saying, well, you didn't do this, so you're not going to enter into heaven. He was saying, because you do this and you participate in these actions then you're not going to enter in heaven unless you repent. Mm-hmm. There's something about the Lord and the word of God that when it rubs up against us, it brings to the surface the things that we hide underneath. So for a season, the Jews, you know, these are people of the synagogue, were walking around pretending to love God, right, and had convinced everyone. But then when the truth showed up, <clears throat> excuse me, what was in their heart was, because of the word of God and, and it bringing light caused what was in them to come to the surface and then they weren't able to hide anymore what was actually in them and who they were actually partaking of in their life. 
um, you, you mentioned Galatians 5 and it listing out all the works of the flesh. And then also when you look over at Romans chapter 1, it's the same, mm-hmm. all but the same description and coming out from people who are not just carnal, but they're workers of iniquity, which is uh, different. There's, there's a, a, a slight difference to that, a nuance to it. Uh, there's dedication and practice. And a willing refusal. Like, I know what's right, but I refuse to do it. There, there is that context to mm-hmm. the, the people that were described in, in Romans. But the same behaviors are listed in Galatians, and we're seeing the demonstration of them. And all of this, the word is for our benefit. The word of God is a mirror for my face to me. Amen. And it's a mirror to you individually. I can't hold a mirror in front of your face, truly, but you can. And the word of God causes us to reflect. The Holy Spirit comes to correct us, not condemn us, but to correct us when we are out of alignment and we have a choice in how we'll respond. Jesus said, if you were of my father, you would love me to the the Jews that were there that were persecuting him. And he said, but because you're of your father, the devil, you do the will of your father. You have the same alignment that Satan had in the beginning. That's who you're listening to, even though you have deceived yourself into pretending and thinking that you're listening to God. Um, and go he even brought it a step further for, quote unquote natural fathers right and said you're if you knew abraham then you would know me right Mm because abraham and he spoke of me Mm -hmm. so whether you want to look at it from the spiritual sense or from the natural sense he's like no the people that you're listening to that have spoken all the prophets right and all that's contained within the law and the prophets it all speaks of jesus amen amen and each one, each human being that has come into this earth, breathed, lived, and died, has found themselves on the opposing side of Christ, right? But thank God for the blood of Jesus. So they, we're not condemning them and their behaviors, but we're using it to judge ourselves. Where are we? How are we interacting with the Lord? How are we beholding him? Are we resisting him? Are we trying to create strife amongst People who are trying to come to Christ, are we trying to create strife in, amongst other believers? What are we doing? And when we look at the word of God and we examine it in that manner, what are what am I doing with my life? Who do I look like in these scriptures? Do I look like Paul mm-hmm. and Barnabas? Or do I look like the Jews? And be honest with ourselves. Then we can have, then the light of God is truly shining and we're willing to look at his light and behold the light and then let that light change us. The light of God, the word of God will change us when we let it. So even though these people refused here and they partook in some ungodly and unrighteous things, I hope they came back and took that opportunity to believe on the name of Jesus, much like Saul did. I'm, I'm firmly convinced that he was amongst those groups each time they were persecuting the disciples I mean, and the apostles. And then he had his moment with God and he chose to turn away from the persecution, right? When Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why do you kick against the goats? Mm-hmm. He took that opportunity and said, okay, you're my Lord. And then he changed the, the direction of his life. And if that was possible for him, who was leading the charge in many ways, if you will, if it was possible for him, then it's possible for anyone or for these other people that we're seeing. So just because they appear in a moment, to be opposing mm-hmm. God 
that doesn't mean they were doomed to hell. Their trajectory would take them there, but it doesn't mean they didn't get off their path. And so for us, we should look at that as a chance, like let's stop resisting God. Let's start cooperating with him and yield our lives to the Lord and Savior. Amen. And that's, that's the word and that's the encouragement for each of us today. If you don't yet have a relationship with the Lord, begin one now. Amen. Today's Turn a to good him. day. Today's the day. There's no time like the present. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer? I will. All right. I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us the opportunity to turn to you, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us your word, Lord, so that we can walk with you, Lord. And now I know the way to go, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your revelation, Lord, so that I able to decipher the, decipher the word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a day of prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.